episode 107 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics. Chronologically. Kind of. Sometimes. No. <laughs> kind of. Sometimes. Sort of. Maybe. Yeah, kind of, sort of. We are covering the June-July issue of Batman 1944. Batman number 23, to be exact. Four stories we're covering... The executive editor was Whitney Osberg. Cover artist was Dick Sprang. The first story was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Dick Sprang, inked by Gene McDonald. That's that's a new name. Lettered by George Russo's. The second story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Dick, penciled and inked by Dick Sprang. Lettered by George Russo's. The third story was penciled and inked by Jerry Robinson, lettered by George Russo. That's weird. What the third the third story, the Alfred story? Yeah. Doesn't have a writer credited to it. <laughs> it that's seems weird. like it didn't have a writer. So, oh, that's there. Anyway, the f- <laughs> and actually, before we go any further, so you don't have to edit this, why is Lumpy playing ping pong over on his end? Like, I hear ping pong going on. Yeah, there's stuff in the background. I just thought it was <laughs> one, one of his. Oh, and I have my headset on and didn't even hear it. It sounds like it's, someone's playing ping pong in your in your. Uh, yeah, it's the cats batting something around over there. Okay, that's what to make sure it was mentioned so TJ doesn't have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Some blue. And the fourth story was written by Bill Finger, penciled and inked by Dick Sprang, and lettered by George Rousseau's. All right. Anything to say about any of that? No, that was a new guy. Who was the one you said was new? George McDonald. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I never heard that one before. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or Gene Sorry. McDonald. I'm Gene McDonald. I'm sorry. He inked the second story. So okay. Or no, the first story. I'm sorry. Oh well, whatever. Moving on to the cover. Who wants to do the cover? I'll do the cover. It says Batman in yellow, and it's got the blue bat symbol. Uh, Batman number twenty three, June, July, ten cents. Everything's ha- written out. Superman publication. Uh, we got Batman, Robin, and the Joker playing chess. It looks like, but uh, the chess pieces are Batman, Robin, and the Joker also. There's only two jo- chess pieces on the board. Yeah, and the Joker's, um, he looks like he's sweating a little bit or something. There's some like little droplets coming off his head. Yeah, I don't know if it was motion, like he's laughing, but it does look like it's sweat. Like, they look like beads of water. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's drawn well. I like how it's drawn. It's very, very smooth this time. Like, there's no... It, yeah, it's really good. smooth. Yeah. Well, it's easy to... To make it very smooth when you have a plain black background in the background. Right, right. It look, but it made it pop a little bit. I do like it this time. There's a plain black background. Except for uh, Joker's one ear looks funky. I don't know what's going on with that one ear over there on the right hand side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. And if you're picking that, it apart. I know, but the way he's facing, I don't know that you'd see the ear like that. But eh, no, yeah, it looks funky, It looks good. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the first story. Non-canon splash page. Batman, Robin, and the Joker are wrestling in space. <laughs> or near um, a globe or something. There's Yeah, the Earth is spinning, <laughs> I guess. And there's a big, like, swirl, like, showing that the Earth was moving, I guess. And, um, yeah, they're kind of, like, wrestling there. Um, Robin's got his arms around the Joker's neck, and Batman's grabbing his arm. Joker's got a gun up in the air. Looks like it was just fired. And, um... There's the Earth is upside down. Looks like the city of Gotham is upside down on the bottom of it. Got your standard Batman with Robin the Boy Wonder logo at the top, and then uh, your first scene down at the bottom right hand corner. <laughs> is it is it me? But between the cover and even the splash page, did Batman and Robin look like they've been working out a lot more? Yeah, well, the splash page. I mean, the first page. Uh, Robin looks like bulked up, and Batman's yeah, chin looks is like he, really chiseled. Like, yeah, and even on this one, is his arms all huge? Like, they yeah, their muscles are more. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they are working out. They do show it. They do show it in this comic. So, <laughs> are you going to talk about the uh, the the three three paragraph uh, word bubble we got at the bottom of that? Or we're going to just ignore that? I was <laughs> ignoring that. I can't read it. It's upside down. Only, only the last line's upside down. Alright, so this this story is called The Upside Down Crimes. It is 13 pages long. And we open up with the Joker. I guess he's at a carnival. Just I mean, all yeah, the show is, or like in a, a fun, fun house. house. 
Is there like fun houses without carnivals? That's why I assume it's a carnival because I've never seen a fun house just be a fun house on the side of the road. Right. I mean, you see it it's like true. on boardwalks and things like that, but I've never just seen one randomly just put somewhere. No. <laughs> so I guess he's just. First of all, how is he just able to walk the streets and go into a fun house? But whatever. Uh, Maybe he got let out. Maybe he's. Uh oh! Somebody just killed Lumpy. <laughs> Maybe he's um done. He did his time. He's out free. Well, I think we left off with him escaping Batman. I think so too. <laughs> oh, that is cats crying. <laughs> anyway, so Joker goes into the funhouse and he does the funhouse stuff. He's like, it's like as if he's never done a funhouse before. He looks out the mirror, he goes down a slide, goes in that spinny tunnel thing. No, that, I, I gotta disagree with you here. It's always like this when you go in a fun house. It's fun every time. That's why it's a fun house. It's not like you never did it before. It's your first time every time. Come on, and it does look funny seeing the little fat joker you don't in the see, mirror. You don't, you don't see the fat mirror and laugh even if you did it before? Every time you laugh. Every time, right. Don't, don't, I, don't, I disagree, TJ. He's going down a slide. That's fun. And he's going through that rolling barrel thing. That's fun. I don't enjoy the rolling barrel, personally. Well, because you fall that. down. If you fall down, yes. you're trapped in there. Yeah, it sucks. I've anyway, never anyhow. gone into a fun house that has had a different layout. He really is covering all the bases of a fun house. <laughs> so, I yeah, know. I mean, I agree. It's a standard yeah. fun house. I don't know how yeah. you, you can say that the fun house is fun after the seventeenth time. I go every See? year. If I, anytime, anytime I go past the fun house, I go into fun house. You got those stupid maze of mirrors that yeah, you know what they're all separate now. Like they have them by themselves now. They used to be in the fun house, but now they're by themselves. Yeah, you just you just buy tickets for the mirror maze now. Right. You don't go into a fun house and then end up in the mirror maze. They don't. No. Yeah, they they make more money now. Oh, okay. right. Well, I haven't been to yeah. a fun house since they're everything separated. was combined together. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but like you know, I disagree. I think it's stupid. You don't. You, why do you hate fun houses? No, I just don't think fun? they're. I just think they're uh, they're boring because they're never different. Well, the Joker loves it. That's why I think it's his first time in one. I mean, he's the Joker. This would be boring to him. Ah, uh, you think so? He likes fun houses. Well, in any case, he does all the basics, and then he gets to the upside down room, and somehow this triggers an idea because he's never been in a fun house before because this is the first time you've seen this. <laughs> No, he just he maybe he wasn't evil when last time he went to the fun house. Maybe he was uh, okay. Yeah. So he says, "Wow, what's happened? I'm seeing upside down because he's never been in one before." <laughs> anyway, maybe this is the first fun house in the '40s. I don't know when they invented fun houses. That's true. I don't know when the first. Maybe regardless, they were prominent. Regardless, back. if it's the first fun house, it would be his first time. Yeah, well, then it would be. So my point still stands. <laughs> it's still fun. Anyway, the upside down room gives him an idea, and then we get this is another one of those issues where they take an idea and then they just pound it to death. And they run with it, yeah. I forget what the last one was. I forget too, but that, especially with the Joker, though, I feel like they like to do that. Like yeah. he really exaggerates his idea to the point where he can do it to every aspect of life. For yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because his idea now is. After the um, narrator tells us that his brain's hatching a new plot, somehow this is a brilliant idea. He starts turning things upside down. So yeah. he he gets his thugs to turn a car upside down for some reason. With people in it. Is there people in it? I don't yeah, know. look at the window. There, there people is. In it. I didn't notice that when I read it the first time. There are people in it. There's no, people I in thought, the car. I thought, I thought the guy that was yelling at them, I thought it was his car that they were turning over. <laughs> I don't know. There's people in that car. No, I, I see them now, but yeah, I, I just, that's why I didn't. Did oh, I no. He, that guy that's yelling at them says, stop, stop. That's the fifth car they turned upside down. And he's a police officer. Is he? It looks like a like a conductor or something. <laughs> when you. Here. For mine, I can zoom in on him, yeah, and I, I can do. see him like he's got a gun and a baton in the other hand, like ah. a gun in one hand up in the air and a and a baton in the other. He's a little tiny guy. He's drawn really weird, by the way. And he's only white. It didn't yeah. color him. So after he turns the car upside down, he goes to a movie theater, knocks out the the camera projector guy, whatever they're called, and then yeah. turns the camera upside down so that the film's upside down. And That's what it sounded like when he flipped the camera yeah. upside down. We got sound effects now. That's the, the, 
<laughs> yep. And then he goes into <laughs> then he goes into a museum and turns it up, turns all the paintings upside down. Yeah, I'm a little distracted. So I'm hearing myself talk right now. Oh, I don't know where that's coming from. Oh, me probably. I bent down. You bent it down for you. Hear now? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, now's your ghost. <laughs> I heard a ghost. They're really active tonight. Anyway, the Peyton's, he turns the Peyton's upside down. Which he, why didn't he steal one? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what He's having fun he's with the upside down thing right now. Yeah, and but, then he does, he, then he breaks character and and does a sky right in, and it's, but it's not upside down, it's just backwards. It's backwards and it's, it's stupid. Because <laughs> why does it say work at Joker? Yeah, I, is that what it says? Yeah, I didn't even. I still couldn't figure it out, and then they mention it later on. Oh, okay. Well, because I couldn't figure it out either. At that, at least that first word. Yeah, right. Because it looks weird. It says because "work it looks at like Joker." No forward, and I thought it was like an N. Right. So, and it's weird. So he didn't write it backwards. He just wrote each word backwards individually. Because later right. they say that it said <laughs> "Joker at work," which was really weird to me. Like, if he was writing it backwards, it should have been. Backwards. No, but it is backwards. Joker at work. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. No, I think he wrote work at Joker. No, later they say. Jack says Joker at first. I think he's right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. well, it did screw me up then, because I really did. It really did. It did to me, too, and I didn't notice it until I read Batman's panel later. But regardless, it's not upside down. No, No, it's it's backwards, and backwards wrong, and it's stupid. Anyway, people are seeing this, and they're like, what... And like the Joker's thugs are like, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> and I guess and then Joker s- sends one of those guys to send a message to the police headquarters and wonders if Batman will figure out his new game. Meanwhile, Bruce and Dick are training in their underwear. And for some reason, they're upside down to talk about upside down stuff. So yeah, well, of course. <laughs> and, and they see the sky, ri- the Joker's words up in the sky backwards thing, and then they see the bat signal. So Again, they are freaking huge. Yeah, especially in this right here. They're yeah, both really big. Look at Robin's legs upside down. Look at the muscles on the back of his legs. Yeah. And Batman is super wide. His chest all pushed out. Pushed out yeah, like they look giant. Yeah. Well, you have nothing to do but to work out. What else are you going to do? Yeah, man, there was a lot of crime, so they just kept working out all the time. Anyway, they get dressed as Batman and Robin get in the plane, go to Commissioner Gordon, and he's like, hey, Joker's putting things upside down. They're like, so what? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and then he tells them about the letter, and there's apparently a word in it called Fagel or whatever. Yeah, Fagel. Fagiel. Fagiel. And yeah, they, he wrote it backwards in the thing, though. Or... But, like, they could have made it a word that we could figure out, because then I read it, and I'm like, okay, so what's... Leave, What's leave, Lee Gaff? Lee, Lee Gaff, yeah. Then they have to tell you that Lee Gaff is somebody's name. Yeah, and apparently he has jewel relics in the penthouse of a benefit for the USO because we're still at war times. Yeah. Was there a thing? No, not on this one. It's the next issue that has a wartime banner thing. Oh, is there? So, yeah, they go to this to the, uh, so, the gala or whatever. Good. He didn't steal any of the paintings, but the, when they go to this gala... He steals all the gems on the bottom of the plates because that's so he's got to turn them upside down to get it, I guess. And then replace them with, like, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a stupid plan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he gets out with the jewels and leaves a fake jewel behind. I guess. Anyway. He just took a couple paintings and been done with it. In any case, the the Fago wasn't the only thing backwards. Batman deduces that the letter has said Naito met morning and Penthouse made basement, so they actually know where he is. Joker invades this place, gasses everyone, and knocks them down, turns everything upside down, steals a jewel, replaces it with a fake jewel, and then Robin comes in like I don't know how he manages to kick this guy in the butt from his angle, but he does. Oh yeah. Then, oh wow, yeah, how did that happen? I don't know. And then Batman <laughs> kicks another guy in the face and then dives at the Joker, who flips up table, making him crash into it, and calls him Robin to slip on a banana peel, because of course. Well, I think in the 40s and like 30s, there was banana peels everywhere, because you see it all the time in cartoons and old movies. People are always slipping on banana peels. 
most slippery. I, I do wonder where that came from. I mean, you they it happens still all the use time it today. Like yeah. in a lot of stuff, they still do it today. But it's I actually not slipped on a banana peel one time, and I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> I was walking down the road. You uh, would. Was one. You I would. slipped on one, and, it, and then I couldn't stop laughing about it because I actually slipped on a banana. <laughs> I didn't fall or anything, but it slipped a little bit, and it really worked. And it did. It worked. <laughs> I'm gonna start leaving banana peels in your driveway. I'm gonna leave them everywhere. I'm just gonna eat tons of bananas and throw them all over the place. Bring back the forties. So then we find out that Batman and Robin are idiots, right? Oh yeah, because they both get tripped up, and then I guess the Joker escapes on the roofs and steals their Batplane, <laughs> which is just sitting up in the air. Yes, it's just floating. The planes don't work like that, right? Like, it doesn't just no. float. Okay. No, but you guys keep telling me that Batman has some kind of secret technology that makes that it's work. It's an auto-gyro. It makes it stay there. I, I remember talking about this now that we just brought it up, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, He double parks the plane, and then that's it. But then this time yes. it didn't work for him because the Joker stole it. Yeah, the Joker stole it. Batman and Robin tried to grab the ladder, but Joker flies away. And look, hey... Batman manages to hang on by hanging upside down. Oh, and because it's upside down crime. And uh, I don't issue. really understand because, like, in this whole thing, so they were trying to, I get it, they were going for the upside down crime thing. But some of it's backwards. It's not really upside right. down. It's backwards. Some of it's actually just opposites, which is not upside down either. Right. That's because after the third <laughs> panel, they ran out of ideas. I, that's what I'm saying. So, like, so some of it's opposites, some of it's backwards, some of it's upside down. Crap, we ran out of upside down stuff. What are we going to do? <laughs> anyway, Batman pulls out a radio from his utility belt and says, Robin, follow us. And I guess he does. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Joker's flying the plane, spinning it upside down, trying to shake Batman. Well, actually, Batman manages to get into the plane. Yeah. Somehow. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work out well for him once he gets in there. No. No, because he... Well, does he get knocked out there? It's a gas... Yeah, he's unconscious. Like, I don't know if it's a knockout, but it's a gas gun. Oh, no. And you know what happens? This is... I remember this now, too. Batman is an idiot. He gets in a plane and steps on the gas gun and gasses himself. Yep. I didn't write that knockout down. I didn't even see that. So, we're considering that a knockout? Yeah, right? Well, I mean, he's unconscious, right? Right. Knockout gas, I guess. So, that is his 73rd time being knocked out. <laughs> Meanwhile, and Robin's looking down at his penis again, because uh, somebody's talking to him from there. <laughs> Joker, he's talking, Joker's coming over the radio as he's gloating that he has Batman now. And he takes Batman, I guess, to his lair? I don't know. They don't really say, do they? I don't know. It says minutes later, Batman awakens, a prisoner in the hands of the artist of deadly drollery. But they don't even tell you what's going on here, and that dude's messing with Batman's shoes. Yeah, he puts something in Batman's shoes. It had to be, like, metal, because the Joker has a magnetic ceiling. Yeah. Which makes Batman's boots go upside down. But, like, it's like an electromagnet, right? Because he's got to, like, turn it on, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he does flip the switches. Okay, yeah, and I don't understand what happens here. There too. Right. I don't know how, what happens here, and I don't know how Batman just doesn't fall out of his boots, but okay. <laughs> well, neither does the Joker. Right. Yeah, well, I know, because Joker's got similar shoes, and, and now he's up on there, and he's got this electrical poker thing. Yeah. And he's trying to, to hit Batman with it. He accidentally sets his cape on fire. Batman tears his cape off, struggles with Joker. Robin busts in, punches a guy. And the struggle continues, and then Batman takes the poker, stabs the magnetic thing, which shorts out the entire magnetic thing, and there's, I guess magnets work that way now. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. Neither did he. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah, he didn't get it. <laughs> and so so the magnet fo- stops, and Batman falls onto his feet, but Joker falls right on his head. Breaks his neck. Yep. Sure That's what it looks like. Way. Yeah. And then, you know, they got the diamonds, and Batman ties them up, they get in the back lane, and you think it's over. I, I did think it was over. I thought that was I the end. Was, so did I. But no, we still got, like, three pages left. Right, because I'm like, oh, well, that was a short one. All right, it's only nine pages, and I'm looking at the next one, I'm like, uh-oh, still going on. The cats agree. <sighs> they, they thought it was over. They thought for sure it was over. Anyway... Back at Commissioner Gordon's office, 
Batman's like, oh, crap. I forgot about the the electric poker. That's how I got away out of my ropes. And so... But how? Oh, oh he poked it. He poked it. ropes. Yeah, he used the electric poker. Burned the ropes. <laughs> and it burned the ropes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess. But okay. Batman, Batman managed to re- recover the uh, jewels. And then days pass, and then Joker sends up another note. Fate lurks where the stars are false and the sands of time run upside down. He's still on the upside down kick, too, yeah. And so they're trying to figure out, and then the radio comes on and just tells them where the the thing is and (laughs) where the place is. I wonder where this is going to be. Tonight's night, folks, the the annual ball. Oh, okay, I guess that's where we're going. Robin's disappointed he doesn't get his dessert and then they, because they were eating dinner. And then they get dressed. Yep. They get stressed that's Batman and Robin, and they go to the ball where we get a bunch of 40s stars references, apparently. Yeah, I bet it was and really I don't cool. recognize it. No. I mean, I know Greta Garbo, and I know, like, there was a couple names I know, but I don't know who they are. They're in the trivia section of the, the credits page I have, there are several ref- references to famous figures throughout film industry. Edward G. Robinson, who I have no idea who that is. No. Uh, Shirley Temple. I know Shirley Temple. Okay, I knew Shirley Temple. Ginger Rogers. I've heard of her, too. Uh, Catherine Hepburn. Everybody heard of her. Oh, yeah, but I didn't notice her. No, me neither. Greta Garbo, Charlie Chaplin. I, I was going to say, the one Chaplin. guy looks yeah. like Charlie Chaplin. They don't yeah. mention his name, but he looks like him. And Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, Laurel and Hardy are standing. Well, Laurel of Laurel and Hardy standing in the one frame in the beginning. Oh, there's the other one. Yeah, I see Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, so we got a bunch of those references, because I guess they just want to put references in. And the Joker's dressed cool. up as... The, the Ghost of Future Pass, for some reason. Or <laughs> yeah, Ghost then, of Future. And, and nobody <laughs> yeah. notices nobody notices that he's dressed like that. Like, oh. He's a fate. Apparently. Anyway, there's the balls going on, and Batman and Robin show up, and they fit in because it's a thing. And then the Joker just turns out the lights. And I don't, is he's, he's putting more uh, sleeping gas in here, or, or is it choking gas this time? Yeah, I, I, I'm me. guessing I it's breathe. a sleeping gas, though, because I... I know that people choke on it, but I think they are knocked out. Oh, it doesn't matter. Batman and Robin have medicated cotton in their nostrils, so... Yep. Oh, oh wow. I, I didn't know that would work. Yep. That's how you even, That's how you beat it. Even though they can still breathe through their mouth, but whatever. And, like, you're breathing the medication, aren't you? Through the cotton in your nostrils. <laughs> I, I would think so, but whatever. Batman... And Robin beat up a guy. Stop beating up the guys. Batman punches a guy. Robin tackles another guy. Batman smacks two guys' the heads together. Joker has the jewels, and Batman catches them, and he runs, but he then pushes them down and then throws them into a bunch of instruments. And then Robin swings a guy into a drum, one of those giant drum kit things. Yeah. Batman blows a giant horn, which somehow sends Joker flying up into the air. Batman shoots. I think he shoots Joker out of a tuba. I really do. That, yes, he does. That's what it looks like. Which causes him to, to crash into symbols like that. Yep. <laughs> when my cats are like doing sound effects. Really like, a lot of sound effects. For us. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Robin uses a flute as a pea shooter or something. Sure yeah, he shoots that one guy in the eye with a flute. Yeah. I don't know how he did. He, I guess he just has peas in his um, pocket or something. Pocket or something. Uh, maybe whatever. they were on the tables for dinner. Okay, if then, it's, then an, act, cooked, then if it's an actual pee, that would not hurt. <laughs> well, it's, it's got to be at least an uncooked pee, like a dry yeah. pee, not a... <laughs> yeah, splat right in his eye. <laughs> I guess if it, it got in your eyeball, it would still bother you, though. <laughs> it would. Yeah. Anyway, Joker has a smokescreen gun, and he uses it to escape. And it looks like a, a nowadays screw gun, is what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Anyway, Batman returns all the jewels that Joker stuck. And then the next day, Bruce and Dick are at a restaurant, and oh look, the the, the dessert this time's upside down cake. <laughs> and Robin's like, oh, oh yeah, so upside good. down cake. Oh, and he falls back in his chair. Yeah, yeah, because he thinks this is stupid too. <laughs> anyway, that was that story. Anything to say about it? <laughs> um, I'm trying to get to the, to the synopsis, but my computer is not cooperating tonight. So here we go. It was a. It was a somewhat lazy Joker story. It was, but it was a Joker story. Every every time yeah. I see a Joker, I'm happy about it. So, I I didn't hate it, but it was definitely a I I, I don't know. It's hard. I appreciate that they were trying to get creative with it, but yeah. they were like they, they beat were, it so hard. Like they it was relied on a lazy trope. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. 
So we got featured characters, Batman and Robin, supporting character, Commissioner Gordon, antagonists, Joker, and how do we know these guys' names? Snipes and Muggsy Mulligan. Did they talk about them guys? I don't remember Snipes. They definitely talked about Muggsy because he's the one they spot. They probably said it somewhere in there. Then we have the Joker's entrance, so. There were single appearances anyway. We have other characters, which are all single appearances too. Prince Fagil, Miss Van Sneed, Nan Winslow, and Miss Latham. And then locations are Gotham City, GCP headquarters, Wayne Manor, and then it says items, bat signal, joker gas, utility belt, vehicles, bat plane. Yep. I guess we're done with that story then. Yeah, I guess we're done. Moving on to the second story. Uncle Chris, not Kevin, splash page. Uh, the second story should be called Robin Hits Puberty. That's what the second story should be called. But <laughs> I think it happened finally... at the end of the last one. Yeah, I, I, well, right, when he was hitting on, uh, what's her name? Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple, yeah. All right, non-canon splash page. Oh, yeah, we got uh, We got an entire paragraph in the middle here. We got Batman written in red with the bat symbol behind it and dark with Robin the Boy Wonder. On the actual picture, it's a tree with two hearts carved into it, but the hearts are carved with bullets, and there's like four guys with guns shooting bullets into the tree. Yeah, there's a firing squad. Yeah, uh, making hearts for some reason with the bullets. Uh, Bat- oh, there's other guys on this side, too. There's five guys. Uh, Batman's running towards the guys with the guns, and Robin's pushing some girl behind the tree, and I don't know what he's doing back there, because he's, he's been working out, though, and, <laughs> you know, girls are starting to notice him, so. All right, so, it. well... This not kind of splash page actually reminded me of like a fairy tale, like Red Riding Hood or something. Right, so and I that's, think that's what, what I thought for. it was going to be. I think that I thought it was going to be like one of those. Just for the title, Damsel in Distress. I think that's why they did it like that. Yeah, yeah. that's so. Yeah, this story is called Damsel in Distress, and it's only twelve pages long. I wish it was a fairy tale, like they went into like Alice in Wonderland world or something. That's what I wish. Yeah, yeah, they got that would super be great. Small, yeah, and then like, and then and then it was tree. a dream at the end. I love when it's a dream yeah. at the end too. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we will open up with Robin swinging on a gem shop <laughs> sign, and they're already in the middle of a fight with a bunch of guys who just robbed the jewelry store. They don't even tell us what happened, do they? Just says, I just assume because they're right. running out with jewelry. And There's it says, a mailbox old for some gem- reason. And it says, you old gem shop. Oh, yeah, I do see the one guy's got pearls in his hand or something. And it does say they like, a good thing we happened upon these crooks doing this. <laughs> they do that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, after a few punches, the gu- the bad guys just get in the car and run away. And yeah. Batman and Robin like, shake hands saying, ha we did it, even though they got away. Ha <laughs> uh-huh, we're never going to catch these guys. Shake my hand. <laughs> yep. Sure. I never, I never heard yep. Cats do that for no reason. Like, it sounds Go like on. he's... Yeah. He does it at the door. He wants to be let upstairs. Ah. That's what he does. Every day. All the time. Anyway. So I, you guys want to just listen in for a little uh, bit? Or? I was just saying. So anyway, uh, Batman's sneaking in on Robin while he's sleeping again. Yeah. Sure looks that way, but, like, we already established... Him up. We already established they sleep in the same room. They so. do. They sleep in the same room, so... But so the next morning, uh, Bruce wakes Dick up, you know, because he's running late for school, and yeah, he pushes him off. He's and Robin's like, hey, "Man, it's you know, I have a night job and stuff." Yeah, it's tough getting going to school. And we get Robin in school or Dick in school, and he's like, he's obsessed with this new girl. Uh, I don't know her name. I don't Marjorie. Marjorie. All I know is she's very smart and the prettiest girl in the whole world. So, according to Dick, yes, yeah. Uh, they're in Latin class, apparently, because they still teach that in the 40s. I'm sure. But Although nobody ever weird. learned it. Oh, it's weird that they're teaching it in what what grade can he possibly be in? Like, fourth? I don't know. Is he? We never eight? know. Hey, he's older than that. Oh, he's now, it's eight? been a couple of years. He was eight in the beginning. Okay, maybe he's about ten now. Yeah. Okay, so he would be in, yeah, fourth grade? Maybe fifth grade? Yeah. I guess he could be 12. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Still, 12 is like 6th or 7th. Yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, after school, Robin, or Dick, starts walks Marjorie along, and, you know, they're just talking. Robin tries to impress her by walking along a fence, and then he falls. <laughs> and then... He gets nervous because he sees her dad. Yeah. Yes. He And the dad shows up, and he's like, uh, I, I gotta go, I gotta call. So I'll see you later at home. She's like, okay. And I thought the dad was coming to pick her up, but apparently he just left her there. <laughs> yeah. It's an emergency. <laughs> yeah, emergency. So she's like, okay. And then Dick walks her home and he's like, Dick's like, she likes me. 
and he's like over the head, heel, head over heels for her. Meanwhile, the dad is being forced to take care of a gunshot wound from one of the guys that got some guy that got shot. So they're outside, and there's a sign outside that says "Flop, twenty five cents." What the heck? Twenty five cents. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but is it maybe a well, flop house? I was gonna say I don't know what flop houses are, but I know a lot of people say like this ain't yeah. a flop house. Like, is that really a thing? Maybe like, it's like a cheap hotel where he's like stay in a bunch of room, almost you, like a hostel. You pay a quarter and just sleep on the floor somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So this guy got shot from the by the cops, and they're making this doctor heal him. And after he does it. After he does it, they're like, you can't go. You have to stay here forever because we're just going to hold you hostage forever from now on. That's what I thought, too. They're like, okay, well, now you can't leave. And I'm like, well, when can he leave? And they're like, never. You can never leave. This is not the first time these cop, these crooks just kidnap people indefinitely. Like, what's their plan? Yeah. We're, we're, we can't let you go now. But, but what, what's the end game? Then just kill them. Why are you going gonna right. to keep them forever? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. This is like the seventh time we come across this. Yeah. Anyway, they have a plan to keep the doctor aligned, so they go to his house and they kidnap his daughter. Right. Meanwhile, Dick is putting spraying perfume on himself. <laughs> Weird. Oh, he's dressed up too. He's got like a pinstripe suit on and stuff. Yeah, and like uh, Bruce is like, "Oh, what? You're falling in love now." Seems like you're a little jealous there, Bruce. <laughs> Whatever gave you that foolish notion? <laughs> anyway, he goes to the house and he's like, uh, she's not here. And then the dad's like, she went to her aunt's house. And he's like, uh, well, sh- we, we had a date. And then he recognizes one of the gangsters. Wait, why like, is the doc, the dad at his house? Because they took over his house now. Oh, they're in his house. Okay. Yeah, they went to kidnap the daughter. Well, I guess they took him to his house and just tied the daughter up and put her in, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they must have brought the patient here. Yeah, seems like a anyway, lot of work. It does. It's stupid. They should have just like let the either kill the guy or let him go and run to the next city. Right. Anyway, the doctor's like, uh, Robin's like, no, nah, we had a date. She she would have told me about that. And he's like, what? And he's like, no, she's going. And the doctor says, hey, Dick, don't forget your prescription for your cold medicine. And then the doctor, and then the gangster watches the doctor write it, and it's just a um, script for cold medicine, apparently. Uh, but no, there's a there's a secret clue inside there. That didn't even realize that they were teaching him Latin in the beginning, but this makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, Curriculum yeah. precautum lex. I don't know if it says QS or OS. QS. QS. Okay. So. Apparently, it, it translates this essentially said that he's in danger. Go get help. Danger, caution, law, and as much as necessary. Yes. But instead of going and getting help, he decides to get into the trunk of the bad guy's cars. Yeah, because he's a stupid idiot. <laughs> he's not where they're going. Oh, so they must have, have kidnapped the girl and took her someplace else because they go back to their hideout. Yeah. It's true. They do. That's where Dick follows him, too. And, you know, Dick gets out of the car. I don't know why he went into this hardware store. Oh, to buy the stupid thing he uses later. I know why. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say he uses it later. Okay, so he buys something there. I don't remember that part. And he calls Bruce to say, hey, this is what happened. I'm going to go let them catch me. And he's like, what are you, out of your mind? What are you doing? Yeah, and then Dick just hangs up on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he, so Bruce has got to go dress up about me. He's like, I got to get there before he gets himself killed. And then, you know. And he almost does. He does. Yeah, he, yeah. So he gets changed into his Robin uniform and climbs up the side of the thing. And meanwhile, inside, they have the guy, the doctor, working on the guy again. And the girl's tied up. And then Robin just busts through a window <laughs> and punches a guy in the face. Meanwhile, one of the other crooks um, says he'll get him and starts to pull something out. But then he gets punched in the face. But the guy in the bed has a gun and he shoots Robin? Yeah, in the face. Yeah, he tries anyway. It's it's uh, yeah. I just don't understand how Robin doesn't like have a wound on him right now. Well, you'll they talk about it. Say it's just a just a scratch. Oh, mere scratch. Yeah, that's that's all. Like, luckily, it was just a scratch. It was a scratch enough to just a mere scratch to stagger him enough to get not cap. I guess his plan was to get the capture, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, Robin's captured now. He's tied up, and he's like, "Ha ha, my plan worked." Now I just gotta wait for Batman to come save me. This is a stupid plan, Robin. Kind of. So, 
the thugs have a trap set up at the front door, and Batman rushes over, busts through the door instead of through a window, so good for Batman for, you know, go using a door for a change. Yeah. And then gets hit in the head with a, a, with a wooden block and gets knocked out for the 70, uh, fourth. fourth time. 74 times. And, like, everybody's got a crappy plan. Batman's got a crappy plan. Robin's got a crappy plan. <laughs> yes, because now they're both captured, and now they're going to shoot Batman in the face. Right. And then he's like, Robin's like, and Marjorie, the girl, is like, oh, no, this is so bad. And, and Robin's like, ha, for you, I can do anything. And for you and my friend Dick to say nothing of the Batman or he keeps mention keeps mentioning Dick, like how great Dick <laughs> is. Yep. And this is where the hardware store comes in. Oh, he bought... A razor? A, a little saw blade. Yep. It's a little it's kind saw of saw blade. blade. Yeah. That he had okay. in his glove. Why did he need to go to the store to buy a saw blade when he had his Robin costume with him with a utility belt? Because apparently he didn't have a saw blade. <laughs> maybe he used it last time. Maybe he was well, playing with it. Well, maybe now that he's it. done with it, he'll put that in his belt. Yeah, yeah. He had nothing else in his belt that he could use that was sharp? He's got an empty guess utility not. belt. That's why he went to the hardware store. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't even have a utility belt on. He's got a regular black belt with a buckle on it. it was, and I know, but they keep mentioning he takes stuff out of his belt, so we're just supposed true, to assume it's true. a utility belt. Yeah. Anyway, the guy points a gun to Batman and he says he's going to kill Batman, and Batman says, if you kill me, you're just going to get the electric chair, because that's Batman's threat for everything. Yeah. And Robin cuts the three, throws a chair at the guy in the bed, which causes the guns to go off. Batman and Robin dive. Batman punches a guy in the face, then punches another guy in the face. And Robin complains that he had him, he had him first. And then the day is saved. Robin unties the girl, and the girl's smitten with, and now the girl's smitten with Robin. The what? next morning, they're go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. The next morning, I was gonna say, the next morning they're on their way to school and. Uh, Rob, Dick's like, hey, Marjorie, you changed. And she's like, you know what, Dick? You're not Robin. And now he's uh, yeah. and then in school. He's upset that now he's his own rival and he can't do a thing about it. Can you get me to meet Robin? Um, we didn't mention that the doctor actually says that that guy who got shot's going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, because oh, from his wounds. <laughs> yeah, he's he got an infection. He yeah, he, they didn't tell, he didn't tell him that, but he was going to die anyway. Yeah, so, he's yeah. going to croak. Whatever. That was that story. <laughs> I mean... It was what it was. I didn't think it was terrible, but it wasn't great either. I like that uh, Robin's, I mean, Robin's in the girls now instead of just Batman, so that was kind of cool. But Yeah, but it's just a Batman romance story where, you know, the girl's more in love with Batman than it is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. actually, did it, have they done that yet? Yes. Yeah, they did. His first girlfriend. Yeah. I, I actually think I like that one the best. Speaking of girlfriends, where has Linda Page been? Oh, she just disappeared. Yeah, she's yeah, been gone for a while. She's on a hiatus. She might still be on the boat. That's <laughs> true. Maybe. She or might, maybe she, she got turned into a vampire. Long boat ride. She could be a vampire. Now, that was Julie Madsen. Oh, that was Julie Madsen. They got the vampire. Yeah. Was that the one that the, the doctor told him to take a long boat ride because she was hysterical or something? Yeah, that was Julie Madsen. Uh, oh, I thought that was... Uh, no, but the, I think the last time... No, you know where the last time we seen Linda Page was? I think she was still trapped on that that amusement park ride that got stopped. <laughs> the, the Tunnel Love thing or whatever it was? No, they were like, no, there was a, they were on a Ferris wheel, Bruce oh, and yeah. her, on the day, and Bruce had to pretend to fall off of it. So we got one that got turned into a vampire and one that's still stuck on an amusement ride. Well, no, she didn't get turned into a vampire. She was attacked by Clayface a couple times and went to Hollywood to become an actor, Julie Matz. Oh, that's right. She did wind up becoming an actor. Um, so, appearing in Dames on Distress, Batman and Robin. Antagonists, Bugs, Conklin, Jitters, and Loco. They're all single appearances. Other characters, Marjorie Davenport. Guess what? Robin doesn't get date her anymore because it's a single appearance for her. And Dr. Davenport also. You know what? We went on a long stretch of just, like, mainstream, like, rogues galleries, things. Now we've been getting nothing but gangsters for, like, Gang ever. Yeah. It must be big gangster time. Maybe, like, um... I don't know, the old gangster movie, White Heat or something, came out and it made popular gangsters again. Maybe. Like one because of the James Cagney movies came out or something. We're getting a lot of Bobos. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a lot of, um, a lot of, they talk funny. Yeah. Anyway, on to the third story. Uncle Chris, you want to do the non-canon kind of half-splash page? Um, as soon as my computer cooperates, yes, I will. Um, okay, oh. What the half splash page? Okay, <laughs> the Adventures of Alfred, written in Batman's. Uh, I guess it's not. I guess it's his own font. We got a, a little square with some words, and we got Alfred 
serving guns to some citizens in a I think he's revealing guns. He's throwing like a serving plate. Yeah, I know. Like he's he's figured it out. He's sleuth. Yeah. Okay. Now we got a guy with a white mouse mustache. Well, no, because he kind of he kind of looks like he's confused. Yeah, so he does no, look. You may be right. He's serving. I like. He fat thought it was food, but there's guns there. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> I like fat Alfred uh, better. He, yeah, I mean, this Alfred <laughs> hasn't really shown us anything yet. It looks like he only got. Not only did he get skinny, but he got wrinkly and old too. Fat Alfred was definitely better. Yeah. And then we got uh, a guy with a white mustache and red hair, and then another guy with, like, wavy red hair, and a lady with short white hair standing there looking at him. And they're all surprised by the guns. Yeah, everybody's looking at the guns. This is another Adventures of Alfred story called The Borrowed Butler. It is four pages long. So, on a Friday afternoon in the Wayne Manor, we open up, with Bruce telling Alfred he's lending them out to another rich person. You can just do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just lend out. They're like, yeah, you just trade them off and stuff. Apparently. <laughs> what TJ? What year is this comic? Nineteen forty-four. Okay, so white heat didn't come out to forty-nine. That's why I asked because I thought maybe that's why, but it's not. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so apparently, Mrs. Van Upsatart. Upsatart? I don't know. U p s i t a r t. It's supposed to be upstart. It sounds like, but they put an uh. I in there. Upsetart, yeah. Ups, yeah. The Upsetart. Yeah. Upsetart. Anyway, anyway, her butler is sick because I guess every rich person already has one butler and they don't have multiple in 1944. No, because if you need one, you just borrow one from the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Can I borrow your butler? <laughs> and Alfred objects to this and Bruce is like, nope, you're doing it. And he's like, fine. So he goes there and he's... And Mrs. Upstart here is kind of a bitch. Yeah. She As, looks very snooty, too. Yes. Because, like, Alfred is not allowed to speak out of turn. He's got to... He's not allowed to do really anything. It's, you know, kind of how butlers are supposed to be treated. <laughs> I mean, or, I guess. Or, like, you know, or how we perceive them be treated in pop culture in yeah. the 1940s and stuff like that. But anyway, so there's a bunch of... There's a lot of word bubbles. He has a lot. There, there's more words in this four pages or whatever it is than there is an entire Batman comic. Yes. The gist of it is they're like bad mouth and Batman and he's like, like no he's good but he gets yelled at for speaking out of turn and then they serve dinner and this is important but I don't know what he, what he has in his hand. It's like gel here. Wait. The red orange hair kid. Oh the nephew or whatever. He, yeah cause yeah. Because he, he, he burned he like, himself. It burned himself, right. Or or Alfred burned him, actually. Yeah, it was a match or something. Yeah. He gets burnt by a match. Right, okay, so he gets burnt by a match, and Alfred's, Alfred's just being belligerent because he doesn't want to be here, and she scolds him. She actually sit, like tells him he has to go to bed without dinner at one point, as if he's like a child. So I'm trying to figure, so this kid's not really a kid either, right? Because he's lighting a cigarette or something, I'm guessing. Well, no, he's not a kid. He's her nephew, but I think he's like, you know... 30. Yeah, okay. He's got a mustache. A little pencil-thin mustache. And I guess Alfred has to sleep there, too. He can't even go home. Well, she borrowed him. You can't go home. You're not, that's not the home yet. Like, isn't Wayne Manor, like, next door, you would think? Yeah, I don't know. He had to give the kid a ointment. The kid went and got a ointment, and Alfred went to bed. Yeah, and he wakes up, but there's been a robbery. Someone stole a jewel or some crap, I don't know. And this is when Alfred's detective things comes in, as he picks up a knife and like he does a bunch of investigate and he finds he finds a knife and then there's that there's ointment on it to to cut the phone lines or something right yeah some not the was it the phone lines yeah the phone lines somebody cut the phone lines uh, the burger alarm it cuts yeah. the he cut the burger alarm I didn't think it was a burger alarm because I didn't think they had burger alarms in 1940 that you could just cut a wire like that you know what I mean yeah I don't know apparently they did but anyway Alfred's like Ha! Acid on the on the knife that cut the thing. It has to be that kid that I burned earlier from the ointment. Yeah. And so he's gonna catch up with the old guy with the white mustache and tell him what it is. And then he's like, "I'm I'm a bit of a sleuth." The categories. Um, <laughs> it's a different cat now. It just chased the other one away. <laughs> That's what happens when you have ninety four cats, dude. It's ridiculous. Told you. A bag in a <laughs> river would help so much more. 
Anyway, so he goes to the guy and says, I'm a bit of a sleuth, you know. I figured out who took the the diamond or whatever it was that was stolen. I'm too, I don't care enough to search for the, what is it. I read this story two weeks ago. It wasn't important. Anyway, the guy's like, oh no, you figured me out. And hits Alfred with his cane and then punches him in the face. <laughs> he punches then, him right in the nose. And then Alfred takes scissors and threatens to cut off his nose and then smacks him in the head. And he's yeah, like, and hey! He okay. smacks him in the head, but the whole time keeps his nose in the scissors. Yep, in the scissors. And then he's like, hey, I figured out who stole your jewels. And he acts, so he act, the, the, the moral of the story is that he accidentally figured it out, this guy, because he attacked him, because he assumed that Alfred figured it out when it wasn't the guy. So Alfred actually was going to accuse the wrong guy. Right. And get it over with. But back at Wayne Manor, there he's like bragging that he figured it all out. And Bruce is like, I don't understand how you figured out who the thief is. And Robin's like, he didn't figure it out. And that's how it ends. But isn't that the last one, too? Didn't Wasn't the last one he accidentally figured it out, too? He, you know, he thought that these other guys were committing a crime, but they were actually in a play. Oh. And, then he found, and then he found a book. The, he made a friend at the library and found his book and went to return it to him, and he just happened to be in the middle of a crime when that happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the, yes. That's okay. Um, so, appearing in a bar of Butler, Alfred Beagle, supporting characters, Batman and Robin. Were Batman and Robin even in? That? No, it was Dick and Bruce. Yeah, it was Dick and Bruce. Antagonist. Yeah, yeah, as you say, Batman and Robin were not. Antagonist, Mr. Piper. Other characters, Mrs. Van Upsetart. And Oswald, and the locations were Gotham City and Wayne Manor, and they don't even mention Upsetart's Manor, so whatever. On to, yay, another one of these stories. Lumpy. What kind of uh, So, they're in the snowy woods. There are some guys in some fur coats and fur hats with guns pointed them at Canadian Mounted Police and Batman and Robin on horses with the police running towards them. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah. yeah. Got some trees wrestling and some always, wrestling, wrestling always taught me that the Mounties were bad guys. Mounties were bad guys. <laughs> All I know is that a pol- it's a police division story is what... Um, yes. Are we going to go um, around... fun police things. Are we going to go... Around the world and just use different police. And why are Batman and Robin in Canada or wherever it is? Hold on, we're not Bye. even there yet. Okay. <laughs> so this story is called Pelt Pelt Plunderers. This is a police division story because I guess they ran out of American police to do it. Yeah, apparently. And this story is only eleven pages long because weird. I guess they didn't have anything else to tell. <laughs> but we we open up in. Canada's m- remote northwest territories where Bruce and Dick are on vacation. Uh, they're on vacation. I should have knew they were on vacation. They always go on vacation. They are, they, are hun- they are hunting caribou. Oh, nice. Because it says two familiar figures track the fleet of caribou. I didn't even realize. So apparently they're in Canada hunting caribou because they have nothing better to do. Yeah, well, and then they, they don't even do that because then they turn into Batman and Robin and within four panels, so... Well, yeah, because they hear bark stalking and people uh, yelling. <laughs> Did you say bark stalking? Did you say bark stalking? Probably. Darkin. I don't know. <laughs> he definitely did. He said bark stalking. He did. Bark stalking? Darkin? I don't know what he said. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fitting for this story. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Bark stalking. Go ahead. Anyway, they don't even know what happens, but they decide to get dropped up as Batman and Robin. They walk over, they punch a guy in the face, and then they chase off the other guys. Batman, I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. That's why I forgot. Batman doesn't like guns, as of now, anyway. He's out hunting with a gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. you're right. <laughs> yep. Huh. Yep, that's that's not good continuity there. I didn't even realize I mean, it. I don't, did they even mention that he doesn't like guns anymore? Because he had guns in the, in the very beginning. I don't know if they said the gun thing. I do remember them telling us distinctly, though, that, you know, Batman doesn't kill anymore because, you know, it's bad. Right. But he kills Gary. Right. No more guns or nothing. Yeah, yeah I don't, so I don't remember if it was that or not. Right. Anyway, Bat... Yeah, now, there are dogs. I hear Bark... bark <laughs> I hear Bark's dogging now. <laughs> See, they are making sound effects, TJ. You said Bark's dogging. Sure now they're doing it. 
They're just a little late in this one. Welcome to my zoo. Anyhow, I don't know what Batman's doing in this one panel. Like, it looks like he hit these two guys that are, like, in the air, but it's just a plain white panel, and these two guys are, like, in the air. It also almost looks like he clapped his hands and made them shoot in the air. Yeah, like he's Superman and he blew yeah. him away. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, one guy tries to shoot at Batman, and he it was about to shoot at Batman, but Robin sees him and throws a snowball at him, which allows Batman to punch him in the face. Yeah. And in a matter of minutes, they have them all tied up and ready to go. They were helping these guys. I guess these guys were poachers. Or something. Well, I like guess. It. That's what I'm getting from this. These men are city crooks, not local poachers. So, meanwhile, a group of city gangsters from the States decided to come to Canada because there's no Batman and Robin. So, <laughs> Just to get away from Batman and Robin. I don't, and I don't know what they're here to... St- I guess they're here to still steal pelts. Because I guess that's a thing you do in the 40s that gets you rich. You don't even kill but, stuff then, right? You steal them from somebody else who killed the stuff and took them? It sure seems that way. Okay. Right, that's what they they said. These people kill these animals. They they hunt for these pelts all year round. We're going to basically just go in and steal it them. It almost so. seems like less work to just go hunt them yourself. <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess... Uh, this is this plan to move the Canada to go steal pelts because they can't they can't cock it in in a city seems really uh, like too, a lot of work in itself. Yeah, you're too, right. So anyway, Batman and Robin go to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police headquarters. Oh, is that what that is? That's what it says. Shortly after, at the Royal Canadian gotcha. Mounted Police headquarters, <laughs> and Batman's telling them, "Hey, oh, these guys are here." And then look at that. Even the Mounted Police get up their information from the radio too. <laughs> It's all law enforcement. It's not just Batman it's and Robin. Not. We all know that the radio is omniscient and just tells you what you. Yeah, need you know say something and it comes on the radio. As the radio tells them, there's a bunch of trappers traveling together for safety after and are being attacked. A number of trappers traveling together for safety are being attacked near. This isn't like the day of the internet. That's pretty. You you have someone on the scene reporting this. Is, is that what it is, or is it like a two way radio where somebody's calling them? Maybe. Yeah, I don't. Because I can't it says, tell. Wait, wait, there's a, a chance. What, wouldn't there be a, the two-way radio be in another building, though? I don't know, but it says they don't have portable to. <laughs> it says send reinforcements quickly. Yeah, whatever. They have to send reinforcements quickly, and and I don't know. It's either Batman or Robin says, "Oh, Robin asks, how are we gonna get there quickly? You guys ride horses. You don't have anything." <laughs> They're like, "Well, like, yes, we do. We have we have our own mounty plane." So it's like really the bat plane. It's a mounty plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, they get in the mounty plane, and they go to the scene of the crime. They throw a log into this, like, sled thing that the guys, these guys yeah, are Yeah, they break driving. the skis off the sled. Yeah, it's like a... It's got, like, a propeller on the back of it. It's weird. Yeah, it looks like, almost like an under, like a miniature submarine. <laughs> yeah, but it's got skis on, on the sleds. bottom of it. Yeah. yeah, on skis. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, anyway, they throw... Uh, logs into it to break it, and then there's a big fight. Robin hits a guy in the head with sticks. Batman whitewashes uh, a guy. Puts one guy. What does he do? He whitewashes him. <laughs> he sticks his head under the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman beats up a couple of guys, and then the mountains shoot smoke from into the thing, somehow not affecting Batman or Robin. And then suddenly Robin sh- dedicated cotton in their nostrils. Oh right, oh, right. yeah. Keep that in and there all the time though. <laughs> and and the flight seems to be going, going smoothly, but then suddenly Robin's tied up and being dragged by one of these submarine things. Yeah, they and don't do. They don't even talk about it. Nope. Just suddenly Robin is tied up, and then Batman's got like a rope with like spike balls on it. He calls, he calls it, it a bat poon. A bat poon. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Come on, bat poon. And it says you've worked before. I've never seen that thing before. Did he have it before? No, I've never seen looks, that before. It looks like bolas almost, but it's spiked. Yeah, it's like spiked yeah. balls, metal balls on the end of a rope. It's weird. And he throws well, it around the tree. Back. I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, he throws it around the tree to swing. Why didn't he just use his regular bat rope? Yeah, I don't know. Bat poon, because he wanted to say he bat poon. Bat poon. <laughs> and then he pulled it out of his utility belt because it looks like big spiked balls. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> They're not small. Like it looks like he even had to actually be carrying that around in his hand the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the case, he gets onto the submarine, starts beating the guys up the mountain. He's just shooting, and they crash it into a tree, and they surrender. And I guess, I guess Robin's just okay 
after that rack. And, and yeah, he was just being drugged behind the yeah, thing. And I guess so. Batman's okay being surviving that that wreck too. Meanwhile, the thug is burning up a piece of paper, and they get to him just, but it's too late. They uh, he burns it, but no, now they're gonna pick up every piece of burnt fragment paper and put it in between Ash. two pieces of glass. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, they get put the, it in two yeah. pieces of. And apparently that's there's enough left that they can read the note because the ash didn't just crumble in their hands as they picked it up. <laughs> it was saved by the snow. Okay. Anyway, there's a big <laughs> job tomorrow at Hunted's Bay. Something, come something, follow the direction I gave you. Don't force smudge. That's the note. So they're, they're trying to figure it out. And then the next night they go. And I don't know. This stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The police do their police work. That's basically what happens. They yeah. scout out, they see the boat. Yeah. They're like, and I don't know, there's a, just a bunch of panels of stuff happening. It's like the bad guys are going to a skin yeah. warehouse. There's a, there's a, there's smoke now inside of this thing. They're, um, they're locked. They, Okay, boss, they're locked inside. They're locking some people inside this skin warehouse. And then the Mounties are see this happening, and so they they have a boat coming in from there. And then there's just a truck for some reason. Yeah, Batman and Robin are on the boat for some reason. Like, it's weird. And then there's other guys getting off of a speedboat on the docks, and then the Mounties surround it with their boats, and... I didn't realize how crazy this was until you just went through it like that. It, there's like a lot of weird things happening all at one time. Yeah, they show the truck and then later they say like the police are coming at us with fire trucks and stuff. But it's like <laughs> none of, nothing's really happening here. They're just showing all the different equipment that the Canadian Mounted Police yeah. use. Like yeah. it's, it's really random. They used everything, but they didn't chase anybody with it or anything. No. That's weird. <laughs> And so the bad guys are trying to get away on the speedboat, and then Batman and Robin swing onto it through, like, a, one of those, oh a God. pulley system kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are like a pulley. But then the the thing breaks, and they fall in the water, and then there's an angry sea otter or something. It's a walrus. Why is there a walrus bothering them now? I don't know. There's a walrus now. Batman punches the guys in the boats. Meanwhile, the, the walrus is trying to attack Robin. But the Canadians have a giant water gun they spray at them. And... <laughs> I didn't realize how crazy the story is. I don't even know yeah, what the, happened now. The the random water gun that they shoot at the thing to scare The random right? walrus. The random walrus. Animals, there's no reason for yep. it. And the day is saved. And they the, the Canadian police think Batman and Robin. And then back in Gotham City, Bruce has another gun as he's shooting like one of those carnival games. Yeah, and at le- and now Robin said, "At least we can fire a few shots without any er- interruption." Batman hates guns. The end. Yes. Yeah, he hates them. It's. I, I feel like it's just highlighting Those, certain these police stupid cop ones are always stupid unless he loves them, and that's it. But yeah, I don't. So, I don't understand them, but fine. Right. Law enforcement things. Well, that's exactly what it is. But the yeah. stories are always stupid. Yeah. There's no story. <laughs> Go ahead. Do your. There wasn't. There was. I can't. My, I can't do anything, TJ, because my computer froze ten times while you were talking. So, and so actually, do you, you have keep, like robot. I got it. right. Yeah, uh, it's it. Uh, it keeps saying this froze. This is that. This is that. So, and I can't even move my mouse anymore. Appearing in Pelt Pelvillers, Batman and Robin, supporting characters, Canadian Canadian Mounted Police, antagonist, Skinner Short, single appearance, other characters, Mounties of the RCPM, single appearance, I guess the Mounties aren't coming back, Cations, Canada, RCMP Headquarters, Gotham City, Cameo, apparently Gotham City is only a cameo in this one, and the items is the Batpoon. Batpoon! Nice, the Batpoon. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird, weird story, that one. Man. The whole the whole book this time I feel like was weird. I think Robin's love story was the best story in the book. I yeah, think you I, might be right. I think you might yeah. be right too. But the, I was a little underwhelmed by this one. This one's kind of boring. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't great. I like seeing the Joker, but I yeah, his story wasn't. I, actually, I didn't hate his story when I read it the first time. TJ made me hate it again. <laughs> again, I didn't hate any of it really. Maybe right. the RCMP one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, was, 
I didn't realize what a cluster that was. That was pretty bad. Like, yeah, it was it. really bad. Like, I, I didn't hate any of it that much either. It was just all stupid. Yeah, I also didn't think anything really stuck out to me. Like, that was like, oh, man, this no. is good. You know, it was all kind of yeah. just... It was just mediocre. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. I guess we're done with this stupid book. Yep, so that's you, it. So do you know what kind of jokes Batman likes the most? No. Dark humor. Get it? Because he's a dark knight. That's a funny one. Was that wow. the joke? That was the joke. Dark humor. Get it? Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I Listen, guess. My computer, my computer froze on that screen. I didn't have any other choices. <laughs> I guess that's guess where I ended on that note. All of the cats ran out of the room. Good. So everybody Next gets. time I'll do my joke first and scare them away. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.